Alright, welcome to Shooting the Shit with Trigger Mike and Hoodlum. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, at this point, is usually where we talk about sponsors. Um, the only sponsor we really have is Line One Gear. Other than that, we don't have any other sponsors, and I don't know if Line One Gear actually knows he's a sponsor yet, so we'll have to talk to him. Um, other than that, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, welcome to the show. I hope you really enjoy it, and uh, let us know how it goes. So today, we're going to go over uh, the new shooter craze and how do we feel about the new shooter craze. And constitutional carry. Are we going over how we feel about constitutional carry? We can go over all of it, honestly. I mean, because I don't really give a shit about constitutional carry. I think that it is in the Constitution that we carry guns. I think that's what the Second Amendment is. So I think that's something that we really need to focus on is, is uh, you know, shooting politicians in the face. That's the constitutional part. So, so that was Hoodlum that said that. <laughs> For those of you that listened, I personally am not trying to get my... Phone taps, so Trigger Mike disagrees. <laughs> I hate politicians. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm probably like the most anti-government person you'll ever meet. Um, but no, the, sh- the new shooter craze. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Also, we're going to go into AR, vis- AR pistol versus rifle. Um, but we'll try to save that. So we're going to try to spend 15 to 20 minutes on this topic, and then we'll move on to the next one. We'll see how this goes. This is a new podcast, so I hope you guys really uh, enjoy it. Uh, we... Uh, started out with like a previous episode, but we're gonna we're gonna kind of try to figure all this out. So today, um, in the new shooter craze, um, yeah, man, no, everyone should have guns. Everyone should have machine guns. I think everyone should have claymores and claymore Roombas. Can we get a claymore Roomba? I think we can. So what we're talking about, putting in a li- little bit of better context, um, I think the statistic goes that 17 million people in the year 2020. That was when the coronavirus was introduced to the world, right? So we went through the pandemic and we had a bunch of issues going on. The George Floyd thing happened, everything like that. Uh, Protesting, that's the word I'm using for, looking for. So 17 million people, I believe, bought guns in 2020. That particular trend only scaled up, you know, into 2021. So we are literally in the middle of a new shooter craze. Many of these people that have purchased guns, a lot of them have never used one, don't have the proper training. And then we stack on that constitutional carry. So first, we're going to talk about the new shooter craze, how each of us individually feels about it, what we feel are the good points about it and, you know, some negative points maybe. But uh, I think it's something we can definitely get into and something that will hit home with a lot of you, literally. So I'll ask you, what do you think? You know, you said you want, you know, everyone should have guns. Give me the reason why you believe that that should happen. Unarmed people are just more vulnerable, in my opinion. I mean, I don't. Here's the thing. I think that everyone should have guns. I think that it's a constitutional right. I think that it's a constitutional duty. I think it's a duty as an American citizen or a citizen of really any country um, to own guns. Uh, You're not going to get me to say no. No. Uh, I love guns, as you can see. I sit here and I tinker with them all the time. I build all sorts of random stuff. Um, No, guns are a crucial part of our country. We were born out of rebellion, hatred for the British and the monarchy. So, I mean, you know, we used guns to shoot the king. Uh, And I, uh, you you know, not the literal king. Don't worry. I actually know history. Um, But we were shooting at the king's people. And to be 100% honest, I think, you know, that can kind of somewhat transfer into today uh, if we're going to talk about it. Um, But I don't, 
I think of it as a way to stand up against tyranny, uh, stand up against uh, just terrible ideas from government. Um, I don't like the government, as we've already di- or already discussed. We can get into that way more. But I'm going to be like the guy on this podcast who will always tell you that no good thing comes from the government. Like, not one. I mean, you have a point there. <laughs> uh, we could talk about systemically all of the things that the government was... Air quotes, everyone, just in case you're wondering what my hands are doing. Help you with the government doesn't necessarily do that. It, there's, it, you know, there's no action without an equal but opposite, and that equal but opposite is usually um, taking something away from somewhere else or mm-hmm. other groups of people. But as to- far as the context with uh, guns are concerned, and my particular views on the new shooter craze, no, I kind of agree. Um, definitely. What we, I guess the one of the other ways to say it is like, hey, who has these guns? Yeah, yeah. If you are a law-abiding citizen, I believe you should be armed. But as an instructor, I'm always looking at and somewhat worried about competent gun ownership. So you know, I teach um, gun safety. I teach a course called Handgun First Steps and Next Steps. It's basically indoctrinating anybody. Who, you know, has a firearm or wants to get into firearms to the basics, you know, the four uh, rules of gun safety, how to properly grip, stand, aim the pistol, um, fire and kind of feel confident every day, uh, competently carrying their pistol around. So. So I got to I got to think we were talking we're going to talk about constitutional carry, too. And I know that you're I know. But I really want to I want your opinion. On the lady who was like Wild West pimp style here in Texas. Did you ever hear about that? Lady? I did not. You're gonna have to. So me. pretty much how I took it was she was running around saying that we are not allowed to have guns. Like no one's allowed to actually uh, uh, have a license to carry. Um, this is really what she's saying because it's it went into constitutional carry. The lady was talking about how uh, Wild West pimp style. We just we just watched a video. Um, <clears throat> so my question to you is. What is your take on that? Because to me, it just sounds like we're not allowed to have black people owning guns is really what it comes down to. In my opinion, I'm going to tell you right now, and I know you probably don't know this about me. or Maybe you do. I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the firm belief that all gun control is racist because gun control started out in the South to prevent black people from owning guns. So that was that was my thing about it. So, yes, uh, I've been um, quite a student on the whole notion that all gun control is racist. Um, definitely knowing history, like you just stated, that is the history of that. Now, as far as this Texas lawmaker um, using the term Wild West pimp style, <clears throat> yes, you can make a very clear reference that she's talking about a black person. Now, that is uh, not my problem at all. So I am a law-abiding citizen, a veteran, and all of that. So, you know, I really got to tell you, as just a, a, I don't know what the word is, a do-gooder black guy, a regular citizen. Well, what I want to know, what makes you any different than me? Nothing. That, so, okay. that, so that's the big deal. Uh, for, I, for I, instance, I talk about this a lot with uh, a lot of my intelligent buddies that, you know, they always want to get wrapped up in things. And I'm like, the only reason it's a thing is because you're giving it so much power. I'm not giving that lady any power. I have my license to carry. Um, the, the second we'll have a problem is when 
you try to deny me any of these things, which hasn't happened. So I could care less about her opinion, you know. So um, as far as the whole uh, they can walk in anywhere, you're not going to the 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 mentality that she was using is that she believes black people are criminals. Yeah. So that you can clearly see that she has, she's afraid of black men, especially certain types of black men whom she used the word pimp to describe. That's the person that she fears most in life. And I I realized a very long time ago, I'm not that person. So ma'am, no due respect. I don't give a damn what you feel about. Well, to be honest, you know, I would like to know what percentage in Houston of the population are pimps. Exactly. And uh, we can break that down by color, race, or whatever you want to do. But at the end of the day, what percentage of the population is holding down the rest of the population from doing something good? So, so I mean, what was so fundamentally flawed about her statement is that she is making a reference. She's trying to make a slick reference to black being people being criminals. But if we talk about criminals, you can take out constitutional care. Criminals never follow the law anyway. Yeah. So what is, what is a, what is us passing a law? Like, that's the thing I don't ever understand out of Washington or even out of state senates in the, like in California. What, what criminal in California have you ever seen carrying around a, a, a featureless AR-15? I mean, find out, find a criminal. Look at the dude who shot up, um, shot up uh, San Bernardino. They had full-on ARs and Glocks with seventeen-round mags. They obviously didn't care about the other laws they were breaking. They were already going around shooting people. Exactly. I mean, these. I will tell you this as somebody who is, um, you know, fairly into guns. So you know, I carry one every day. Everything like that. It's it's the wrong people making these laws. I can tell you that we get so hung up on the fact that these laws are getting made. Everybody in life is inept in a certain area. Right. We have a lack of knowledge. That lack of knowledge leads to a lack of understanding. That lack of understanding leads to fear. So these people that are making these laws fear guns because they they don't know how to either use one positively control one anything like that so it's just it's really just it's it's that so when i look at uh you know most of the people on the left that are just trying to do a knee-jerk reaction to every incident that happens so uh i i think it's really important to say if you want to keep the streets safe ban knives there are more knife deaths Ban people walking around with hammers. But ba- exactly. So we background checks on hammers. It, so it, that's really what they're saying. We need gun control. Well, you need knife control. You need random device control. Then you also need weed. Can uh, I mean I don't want to say weed, but drug. You need more drug control. If you're talking about things that actually kill people in larger numbers than AR-15 rifles, then it's, you have to ban everything. You're looking at a man who is. Solidly addicted to nicotine and caffeine, like mm. solidly. So I'm going to tell you something. I think that uh, drugs are a necessary part of life, especially if we want to get through them. Uh, have you seen the drivers here in Houston? I need copious amounts of nicotine just to drive from <laughs> point A to point B. So, <clears throat> with that being said, uh, I'm totally pro marijuana. If you want to smoke all the weed you want to smoke, nobody gives a shit. Um, in fact, I think uh, you know 
I'm not, you're not going to get me to, to go into these crazy rabbit holes. I will say, though, um, I absolutely hate the fact that we have politicians that have zero, and I mean zero spatial awareness to understand that she was pretty much calling someone like you an, an N-word and saying you're not allowed to carry a gun. I mean, that's pretty much how I feel about it, especially when I see it. Now, again, I'm not you. I don't have the same skin tone as you. Mm-hmm. I am clearly pink. Clearly. Clearly. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm so white, I'm pink. And you are clearly a, a man of color. Um, <laughs> it means I'm very black. I'm African black. Purple. I didn't, I didn't say that. All right, sir. You're a lovely person of color. You have a wonderful skin tone. Um, <clears throat> no, but I, I, I... That is exactly the sentiment I get when I see politicians talking about how we need to keep the street. It's like when Hillary Clinton said that black people were super predators. I mean, either either way, when you really look at it, I think all of it is knowledge that we kind of need to take and uh, sit with. Because, like I said in the beginning, it, it, I can't change Hillary Clinton. I can't change the Texas lawmaker that made that statement. I have to keep on living. I'm literally the same person I was before and after they said it. So, you know, it makes no difference to me one way or the other. Just don't stand in the way of, you know, my rights. I pay the same taxes. And yes, I pay my taxes. So don't infringe. And Johnson. On me. And Johnson. You are a failure to the state of Texas. I want you to know that. And you're not even clever. <clears throat> I just feel like if you were going to say something like that, make it, uh, you know, make it poetic. You're not even clever that you were just calling us all the N-word. I know. You pretty much, uh, no. I, I'm going to tell you right now that when I heard that, I, I, had to, I had to go back and re-listen to that several times. Because to be honest, I thought, I honestly didn't, I didn't think someone was stupid enough to say that. In today's day and age, when, you know, racism... You know, we can get into a lot of other things uh, about this, but I think firmly that racism should be dead. And if you're going to run around mm-hmm. calling people the N-word or saying bad things like that, I think... I wholly believe that there is no place in modern society for you. I wholly believe that. So, so I mean, not to stray too far from our topic, but it does kind of go into... You know what we're talking about as far as um, well, the new shooter craze. So let's real real quick before. But the reason why I'm saying that is because you're driving people who who do want to get into that. You are literally telling them they're not allowed to do that because they are well, a a person of color or let, B. Let, let, let's uh, let's do the numbers. That's what I'm saying. On the numbers end of those 17 million people, if I'm getting it correct, please somebody check my math. 60 percent of those new gun owners were black women. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> 60% were black women. So if you if your goal was to keep uh, guns out of the hands of people of color, you failed woefully. Okay, so for real. that is just the numbers effect of it. I know they're not the pimps, you know, that you may have been talking about, but uh so <laughs> I mean to be 110% honest, I don't know how you can actually sit there and think that you, that people don't see through that. No, it's it's fine because I'm not responsible for her fear. Um, either way, I look at it. She can um, kiss my ass. Exactly. She don't. She doesn't know what I'm toting. Don't come around my hood tripping, and we'll call a square a square. You know what though? She'd be the type of person if she saw your gun poking out from under your shirt. She'd be the type of person to call police on you in a heartbeat. 
Well, you know, I've had my fair share of that in life, and uh, what I, what else can I say? Is like I can just be keep being me. You know, I I I have probably from what I can tell, the most measured response to being discriminated discriminated against. And I've told you my basis for it. What happens when, you know, the term for it is Karen. <laughs> when a Karen wants to be a Karen, you're trying to make your problem my problem. So even though I didn't feel burdened, I'm, I do myself a disservice by responding. That's really... Because now everything you wanted to happen is... Is now happening. You wanted the negative engagement. I can see You that. wanted to show the world that I'm out of control and, uh, you know what I mean, I'm aggressive and yada yada. So To me, that's bold. But. Yeah, either way, you're not going to get it from me. You can keep but, on moving, Karen. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, that's that to me, it definitely is, is uh, you know, going off on that topic. I'm sorry uh, to get in that, in that area. But, uh, you know, to me, it was a, it was a, I'm going to do my best to make sure that my words keep people from being responsible citizens. And I think that I think that it is your your responsibility as a citizen to be responsible. I, I know that may sound yeah. stupid to some people, but, you know, you have a duty to protect yourself and your loved ones. Absolutely. And, and maybe innocent people from harm. You know, you, now, granted, to be 110 percent honest, um, I'm also in the camp of um, if you failed to prepare. That's not my that's not my problem. Like you, you've legitimately failed to prepare. Like, how is that anyone else's problem? Like, I don't care. If you don't carry a gun and you get robbed, not my problem. Yeah. If you don't carry a gun and someone comes up and tries to snatch your child out of your hands, how's that my problem? Yeah. I, I, you know, I think that that maybe someone should help you, but why do I need to help you? You know, yeah. I think that it is it is it is a responsibility to do the right thing, uh, yeah. but at the same time. There's so much liability and all that. Like it goes into a murky mess. Of, I mean, of crap. You, you kind of saw it. Liability ruined morality, <laughs> in my opinion. But true. <laughs> I, I, there's so many things that I want to do in my life for people that I got to think about if I'm going to get sued first. You know, I'm a six foot, 260 pound black dude. You're six foot? Yeah, with well, my I'm shoes only, on. I'm only 5'8. Trying to come for me, this guy. Look at that. <laughs> so in my neighborhood, y'all look taller than me. I live in a pretty affluent neighborhood, and I forget what was I doing. You know, I was out like riding my bike, and girl strayed too far from the park, and she was almost in the street. So I stopped and was like, "Whoa!" You know, naturally, you see a three-year-old. The mom has two other kids, so she's not looking. And I'm sitting there, and the girl, you know, I'm like, "Hey, don't go on the street." And, you know, she comes and stands closer to me and I'm just like, well, you know, go over there. I don't, you know, I don't want anybody to think they're, they're more likely to think that I'm trying to take you than I'm trying to help you. <laughs> go back to mom. Go back over there. <laughs> Stay away. The liability is too high over here. I you know? avoid people's children like the plague. I do. I'm like, oh, I, you know, man. people Someone's gonna say things like, hey, can you take my kid here? People, I'm like, I don't know. If anything happens, you're just going to sue me, you know, so. Pretty yeah, much. liability definitely um, ruined morality. So, so, but again, how do you how do you, how do you feel about the new shooting craze? I mean, I know I know that you have your business and you're you're helping people. No, um, I, I think it's great, man. Uh, I, I to be honest, um, I love the fact that we have so many new shooters. 
Um, I do think that you should go to Heat Holders Houston. Um, if you're not in Texas, uh, definitely find whoever around you is there. Um, if you have enough money, definitely you know come out here and train with my my good buddy here. He's a he's a phenomenal pistol shooter. Um, I do think that uh, when it comes to rifles, I could outshoot you any day. Um, for now, <laughs> let's say for now. But no, um, absolutely. Uh, with the new shooter craze, let's let's go in depth on that really quick. Um, it's great. So this kind of seeds right into the constitutional carry discussion. So it's great that people decided to arm themselves. You have the right. That's what it says in the Constitution. It's not my opinion. It is your right to protect yourself, your property, your family. So um, the fact that people went and armed themselves mean it made it that much harder for the government to make you subjects. Right. You are citizens, not subjects, which is ironically the motto. For my business, Heat Holders Houston. So mm -hmm. I strongly believe in that. The part that really got me, though, <clears throat> because obviously we live in this state and we're not the first state to enact um, something more like a permitless carry, even though they call it constitutional carry um, law. And I, I found it oddly weird that you enacted the law without mandating any type of education for it. Because I mean, to be honest, I'm, I don't. Um... I don't think there should be a barrier to entry. No, I no, don't. no, no barriers. What I'm, what I'm really saying is, um, government doesn't want to fund much, and one of the things that you can do is educate people on how to be educated. So right now, the it the, one of the big issues is that when I think you make it worse and you give people the ability to be scared when they think intelligently on it about some of the people that. <laughs> maybe owning a gun so yeah. everyone has the right to do so now it's um my buddy sent me a video of a kid with a gun that blasted it off the recoil went so far back that he shot another round between his head oh, yeah, and the cameraman a, it was a 450 Kazool or a 500 like what the hell who taught you that get some education get some you know and then what they really need to do is let me take away the word mandate just basically say, hey, man, these are the uh, tools to help you. You know how fun shooting is. It's really outside of protection. It's a hobby for many. So, you know, they they could have went any other route by saying this is how if a serious shooter would take this situation. I mean, you've seen me on the range. I'm kind of a safety Nazi. Yeah, and I'm like I'm like. Make sure your guns unsafe. Make sure you're pointing in the right direction. Exactly. So make sure you're not the the issue your buddies. as as um somebody who I am a <clears throat> certified pistol instructor and a certified range safety officer, and I got to tell you these these safety violations are out of control. We all expect that we carry a gun to protect our life from an assailant, right? Somebody trying to do us harm. You never think that you're going to die at the range. Because of someone's I, negligence. I do. I so, think that all the time. Uh, but so that's, that's just what I, I mean. I see Training so many buds. Even if it's... Um, so there, there's so many ways to get online. Virtual type training and... First of all, you're not going to get my dad, who's 60-something. Well, he can come on into the class, too. You know? Yeah, well, he lives in Ohio. Um, so, But anyway, you, like that's what I'm saying. Like You go to the range, you see your FUD people. The old dudes who really only shoot like three calibers. Um, and if it's not if it's not a forty five, I shoot a forty five because I don't make a forty six. Um, mm -hmm. And then you know I you see the you see the young kids who 
are just getting into guns and think that they're legitimately toys, which scares me. And then you have, like, a lot of the military veterans, which kind of fall into its own category in itself. There are dudes who are combat arms in the military who who know a little bit about guns but still scare me on a range because they still feel like, you know, they're the best and they're not. Um, ah, I've ran into, I've ran into many of those. And then you have, you know, those, it all kind of falls in it. Like, again, you're, you're talking to a veteran, uh, and two veterans here. Um, you, you know, I firmly believe I wasn't the smartest guy in the room when I came out of the army. Like, I was combat arms. I, I know how to shoot a gun. I know how to clear rooms. I know how to do things like that with team tactics, not individually. Um, but I can tell you, you're not always as safe as you think you are. The military trains you to a minimum standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless you're special forces, they train you a lot better. Um, I was not special forces. So with that being said, you know, they... There are lots of things that happen in there. I think that um, the minimum training standard for civilians should be well above the military standard. Um, Absolutely. uh, I think that we should be teaching people how to not only be responsible, but how to keep their head on a swivel, how to do the things that we should be doing. So the the God's honest truth is no matter how many of us are walking around here with guns, and the reason why, you know, one of my sayings is when everybody's dangerous, no one really is, or... More um, accurately, no one needs to be (laughs) when everybody's dangerous. No one really needs to be. So the competency that we have with guns becomes absolutely critical. So, you know, that situational awareness teaching, especially mothers with children. Right. Nobody's snatching these kids, uh, you know, predominantly from their fathers. They're snatching them for their mothers. So, you know, whether it's the cartel or any type of. Um, kidnapping ring, you know, they can tell when someone is vulnerable. They can tell when someone's not paying attention. So that particular type of awareness training and those type of things, that's what I wish was taught more, um, integrated more into these systems. So, you know, they very loosely created this law. And one thing that I teach in my particular class is that I believe it's over 20 states, 20 other states that have this law. So either 2021 20, or 22 states. And none of those states are Texas. None of those states have the reputation Texas has with guns. All right. The Lone Star State, if I thought of gun, I would think Texas. Right. So you're going to see potentially everything that could go wrong with a law like this here, only because of our population size in our major cities. It's the most moved in state I in the United up, States. So. I grew up in Arizona and Arizona has constitutional carry. It's had it since I was 16, 17. I'm 30 now. It's had it for a very long time. 31. Wow. I'm old. Um, so Arizona's had it for a long time. There was growing pains with that from what I understand. Um, but I don't know the specifics off the top of my head. Um, what I can tell you though is a lot of my friends carried guns, and I almost never knew it. Um, and uh, when I, I remember talking to some of my friends, they're like, "No, man, this is Arizona. Like, you can do this." And this was this is when I was into guns, but I was, I was still in the military, so I wasn't I wasn't at home. Um, so it's pretty interesting uh, to see. And I I will say right now that um, constitutional carry is a must in every single state. Uh, it is it is a great way to piss off politicians. It is a great way to be a responsible citizen. It is a great way to show um, yourself in the manner of you need to continue growing. 
as an individual. You need to grow. You need to learn. You need to do the best you can. As you know, know what you what you do every day and do it better the next day. You know, um, my thing my thing on it is if you're a new shooter, seek training. Don't ever stop seeking training. Don't ever stop training. I never stop training. I learn as much as I can. I want to go to classes. I want to do stuff like that. Um, part of the reason why I don't do a lot of those things is just due to money. Um, and I really just like building guns. Um, but I will I will tell you this. Never stop seeking growth in anything that you do. Whether it be work, personal life. When it comes to guns, definitely don't do it there. Always continue to grow. Continue to seek new opportunities to learn Continue to seek new opportunities to do better as a shooter. And as long as you are continuing to seek good outcomes and better outcomes, I think as a shooter, that's all you can, as a, as a responsible adult and new shooter, that's all you can ask for. Absolutely. Um, you know, this is funny. It segues into something that uh, one of my mentors told me. They told me that um, with, with you saying that, I think it's a given a lot of uh, women in society and the women that join my classes, they freely admit they don't know anything about guns. So I want to talk to the fellas because my mentor told me that he's like, man, guys always overestimate their competency <laughs> with guns. And, and now I realize that it's an actual thing. It blows my mind. It blows my mind. So what will happen is, so I told you, I teach a class called Handgun First Steps, basic fundamental knowledge on how to carry and fire a firearm, right? You will be on target by the end of that class. That's how fundamentally driven it is. But I also teach a class called Handgun Next Steps, which shows them a few high speed things they could do to shoot faster, you know, get um, introduce time drills and things. Let me make the point. Oh, no, go ahead. The point is that dudes will always be like, no, I need next steps. No, no, no. I'm not a <laughs> start off. I'm not a first. Bit. Yeah, I'm not a first step type of person. Get into my next steps class, and this is the class where I start demonstrating things. Even a Mozam, a, a typical failure to stop Mozambique drill, two to the chest, one to the head. I'll give them a five second time trial to shoot that. I'll shoot it. Man, I, I think I shot it like 1.4. Boom, boom, boom. 1.4 seconds. That was. I wasn't even trying. The dude was like, oh, we can do it in five seconds. He couldn't do it in five seconds. And he's like, whoa, that's that's a little too much for me. Well, you should have you should have been, <laughs> you need to go to Bunny Steps class Then first, you needed right? to go to Handgun First Steps. Listen, fellas, do not be shy, timid, embarrassed, okay? Your goal is to look, I'm sorry, your goal is to actually know what you're doing. Not look like you know what you're doing. I tell that to my students in the firearms training classes and in my medical it's okay. I've courses. Seen, okay, I've seen instructors who are just bad too. So I mean, yeah, when I so, was, I used to work at Brinks, all right, armored cars. Yeah, blah blah blah. The instructor that I had in California when I went to go do my shooting class. First of all, I outshot him. Um, second of all. Uh, he told me, because they were carrying 226s, I'm sorry, 229s, and they were uh, SIG 229s, and they had the hammer, uh, mm -hmm. double action, pistol, double action, single action. So, I was trying to remember what it was. Dude pulls his gun out of the holster, immediately puts his finger on the trigger, 
and starts pointing it at the target. He's like, and he looks at me and he's like, well, if I pull my gun out, don't be alarmed that I put my finger on the trigger immediately. And I was like, why? What? He, I said, why do you put your finger on the trigger? This dude literally said, I know my trigger. Wow. Wow. So anybody that's listening that doesn't know what that means is, the, that's a fundamental, like we're talking about. A fundamental is, do not put your trigger, I mean, do not, do not put, put your, your finger, finger on, the trigger. on the trigger until ready to shoot. So that is, an instructor broke his own broke, rule. <laughs> well, yeah, broke the fundamental rule, which is absolutely uh, but unacceptable. But to me, I, that's what I'm saying. I've seen a instructor. He was an NRI certified instructor. Yeah, certified. Well, he, he now, was, first of all, the NRA is nothing but a joke to me now. Um, so they, let me just say that I do... I think I did what he did, which was, you know, just decide that that stuff, the way they teach it just isn't um, modern. That's the word I'll use. Yeah, it's not. So it's a lot of basic, it's, it's, it's excellent information, but um, he wanted to make a proprietary class and that's the same route I went. No, no, that was for, 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 for me to do, for me to do that. You have to, in order to get your garden card in the state of California. Yeah, I got you. You have to So do like that. a security type. Yeah, of, yeah. So either way, when you wanted to, when you want to give people your, you want to add value to your class, mm-hmm. you start, you start telling things that like the trick, the tips and tricks that you use. I know my trigger is not one of them. No, no, no. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, like I knew enough at that point. I think I was 26 at that point. Um, I knew enough at that point. I had gotten out of the army and I was like, no, this dude is a moron. And yep. I'm not going to, you know, I will do what I need to do to pass my guard certificate for me to be able to carry a gun mm-hmm. in the very dangerous job of carrying money to banks. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the dude was uh, definitely an idiot. And uh, I, 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 again, nice guy, very nice mm-hmm. guy. And he's probably going to hear this one day. And I'm going to tell you right now, Jonathan, you're a moron. <laughs> so so on that particular note, let me make a uh, statement. If there's anybody listening that um, just kind of needs some advice, this is a standard that I use. Do not listen to anything that does not pass the test of practicality. Does it sound and stupid when you hear like, it? Does it sound <laughs> stupid, dangerous, um, less than effective Are you when gonna- you hear immediately when you hear it? Right. So let's say Jonathan, this gentleman <laughs> was teaching you how to advance on a target or um, clear a room or search for a suspect or something like that. The reason why you don't have your finger on the trigger in those situations is because if you're thinking about, oh, my goodness, you saw someone into your home on the nest cam. You grab you're able to grab your weapon, unlock it, load it, get it ready. I got and you're bang, moving. Bang. If you have your heart is pounding. If you have your finger on the trigger and you accidentally run into your kid in the closet and they startle you, and you're you, going to shoot them. You shoot your five-year-old. Exactly. So don't put your finger on the trigger until abs- until you've identified the target, you know what's behind it, and you're ready to shoot. So. That's also why I highly recommend high candela flashlights. You should always have them. Um, quit buying Surefire. Anyway, um, so with that being said, uh, I I I know we have to go here pretty soon, uh, and hopefully we'll be able to do some action pistol shooting. Yep, today. Pew 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 pew. Shout anyway, out. Texas Gun Club. Texas Gun Club. You sound awesome. I can't wait to show up and shoot some action pistol. You go there all the time. Man. I know, I know. It's always on a on Sunday though. 
when I should be at church. I actually know what I am at church. I'm gonna join that church uh, that has that dude with the with the AK-47. What? And dude's got dude's got machine guns. It's a church in his church. In his, it, all his parishioners carry their rifles with them to church every Sunday. We, we're He's an Asian guy. We're gonna have to get. I need him out here. <laughs> we're gonna have to get uh, into that once. I sold a a gun to um, a preacher. And this guy was so into it. We, we talked after the sale for like 45 minutes. And I, I just had to stop for a moment and say, what do you do for a living? <laughs> you know what? I want to. Okay. So here's the thing. I know with this, we're not, we're not going to get any traction for a while. He will not only teach you about the Holy Ghost. He will send you to him personally. <laughs> yeah, he will. He, I, I want to know who are two people in your life that you would want to give a shout out to to make their channel grow. Don't, don't, not me. Two people? Yeah, two two channels that you would like to see grow more. Now, granted, we have an audience of what, like eight people? Forget everybody. I want to see shooting the shit with Trigger Mike and Hoodlum grow. Oh, true, true. But it's I have, our time. I have NDF training, so the tactical rabbi, dude is dope. I've watched some of those videos. Those are pretty dope. I, it, it sucks that he lives in New Jersey because that's a communist state and, you know, he should go and shoot with politicians. Um, but you know what? No one likes politicians. Um, Man, people are really tired of politics. I hate them. Uh, anyway, so... <laughs> uh, and then I, I'm trying to figure out a few ones. There's this guy on Instagram. His name is Shot Less Taken. Uh, it's all one word. Dude does the most amazing photos I think I've ever seen about guns. It's beautiful. Um, but other than that, uh, so yeah. So I would like to see our podcast explode just like Trigger Mike here. Um, but as always, guys, I believe uh, that I should tell you... Um, the reason why I go by Hoodlum's Gun Bench or Hoodlum is because uh, I don't really care that you know my name or not. Um, but I will say, I think it is your duty to always be a Hoodlum. And I think that I think I, I know that sounds ridiculous, and, and old people are probably crapping their pants right now. Um, but you need to understand that uh, being a Hoodlum is necessary in society. Uh, the reason why I go by it is the fact that you have to under you have to be able to be the worst person you can be when necessary, but also understand how to get around rules. Um, definitely be someone who's going to uh, understand what you need to do to get by, but also circumvent things when you need to do it. Um, what I mean by that is, you know, always carry a handcuff key on you. Uh, don't talk to cops when you don't need to. Actually, I don't ever recommend you talk to cops anyway. Uh, just do, you know, basic duties that you should be doing in your everyday life. Um, you know, don't be an a-hole or a Karen. Um, don't snitch on people. I don't care if you have heroin. Uh, the only time I'm going to snitch on you is if you're driving children around. And at that point, I'm just going to put my gun in your mouth. Uh, you know, things like that. You know, do you're very violent. <laughs> <laughs> violence solves a lot of things. <laughs> Maybe not for both parties. But it but should be a last resort. It oh it yes. Violence definitely choose violence as a last resort. Now we um, know why his name is Hoodlum. Everyone. Well, you know, my first sergeant and I used to drive around. He was the original Hoodlum. So I was Hoodlum Seven Delta and he was Hoodlum Seven. Ooh I was just Doc. That's all they called me. Well yeah, because you were in a boring ass. I need a hole patched up, Doc. <laughs> Wasn't that boring? Marines mm -hmm. are uh, well. You you probably bunch. you were in the Navy. You enjoyed shoving things in people's orifices. The the Marines are an interesting <laughs> bunch. 
will think. Well, you know, as always, man, uh, it was good. Definitely learn how to be a hoodlum, do it better than everyone else. And uh, as always, as I like to say when I edit, when I close out my YouTube videos, shoot him in the face. What he said. There you go, guys. Have a good one. Don't hurt yourselves. Party hard. Uh, and or fuck off. Enjoy.